Hi, everyone. This is another episode of Supercharger Health. This is Beth Ann Stockdale, and here we are again at your Total Body Wellness Center in Venice, and I'm here with... Suzanne from Discount Med Direct. And what are we going to be talking about today? Well, are we going to start with my stuff? Yes, we are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, probably an average week, um, but one of the things that I was looking at this week was last episode we talked a little bit about... Um, you know, me having not enough time and running into situations where I needed something to grab something quickly. For instance, I had a day this week that I had a plan for my day and then one of my employees called in sick. And so my plan completely changed. So even though I was prepared at work, I was now going to be out at an event all day. Oh, wow. (laughs) I didn't have any time to prepare for that day. So uh, I wanted to get some protein bars or something like that, that I could just have in my car, have in my bag, throw in my bag really quickly. So I was at a a bulk store um, and I was standing there and there's 20 different kinds. And so I think we maybe should tell people how to pick the right one. I, I brought mine in and it was evaluated. I did do a good job. Because some of them are easy because you said no peanuts. So a lot of them have peanuts because they're upping the protein with the peanuts or trying to. I think they are. Right. And so I knew to eliminate those ones. And then obviously you look at the the wheat products that have, you know, their first thing is wheat flour. I knew not to get those ones. So I did finally find one that had a cashew base. And so I was like, okay, this looks like the best option here. (laughs) But say I was at just a, a convenience store. I mean, obviously, I, obviously I've learned enough to be able to pick the right one out of what was available. Um, but is it maybe a better option to, if you're at like a convenience store and you need to grab something really quick, you're on the way to soccer with the kids or whatever and you're starving, is it maybe better to just grab a bag of nuts or, you know, what should we look for in grabbing that protein bar? I know there's some... Um, like pressed fruit ones, if that's, you know, a good option. So enlighten us. All right. So take it away. All right. So the the first rule is to actually always have something with you so that you don't get into these emergency situations. Nuts are always good, except no peanuts. Um, Peanuts, and the reason why the peanuts are, are not a good choice is they are actually a legume. They're not a nut, which is a carbohydrate that converts to sugar. So all it's really going to do is raise your insulin and raise your inflammation. So no peanuts. So, um, and they don't melt. <laughs> so you can have them in your car. You can have them in your glove box. You can have them in your purse, your gym bag, your backpack. Um, so whatever you're going. So the first rule is to actually have, always have something with you so that you don't get into these situations. Okay. So what happens when you do find yourself that you have no food, you're on your way. Like you said, you got called out to an event. And you're, you know, at the mercy of the convenience store or whatever. Okay, first rule. So your smartest choice would be nuts. Any of the bag of nuts. No peanuts, obviously. Stay. Now, I said nuts, not trail mix. Trail mix is going to have sugar, most likely, in the form of M&Ms, right? Um, Dried fruit. Dried fruit is nothing but the condensed sugar of the fruit. So you're going to be better off with the straight nuts rather than with the added chocolates and nuggets and whatever else they put in trail mix. So stick with the nuts. All right, protein bars. I mean, you can go in and there could be hundreds and hundreds. What you're going to look for, first rule, is there's more protein than there is sugar. All right? 
that's going to be kind of easy. Second rule is you don't want any more than five grams of sugar per bar. So that's your first two guidelines. More protein than sugar, and then no more than five grams of sugar per bar. That's number one. Number two is no peanuts. So we kind of know that. No grains. So no rolled oats, no wheat, no barley, none of your grains. Because, again, that's gluten, rice, <laughs> right? Exactly. Because um, that's grains are inflammatory. They convert to sugar or inflammatory. Uh, most likely they contain gluten. So you don't want to get a bar that has gluten in it either. So you're going to look for bars that are primarily seeds, like your chia seeds, your flax seeds, your pumpkin seeds, your sesame seeds, a bar that's primarily seeds and nuts. Like you said, the bar that you got, which was very good, was primarily cashew butter. Which is which was an excellent choice. I uh, you know a, let me backtrack here for a second. As far as nuts go, uh, what I really want you guys to do is eat macadamia nuts. They are the highest in good healthy fats, and they are going to be the most satisfying. So you're not going to need to eat a lot of them to get satisfied and to feel full. Because and they're expensive. Right, and they're expensive for a reason because they are good healthy fats, right? But then look at your almonds, look at your pecans. Walnuts are amazing for your brain health. So load up on walnuts. Uh, so, and then mix in some pumpkin seeds. Pumpkin seeds are really good for those of you that need to um, increase your dopamine, and you can talk to me about that, but pumpkin seeds are very good for you. So look for primarily nuts and seeds. If it has chocolate, make sure it is dark chocolate. So some of those bars have chocolate in them. Make sure it's dark chocolate, 85% or higher. So even a good choice is, you know, a piece of dark chocolate. But, you know, you can't carry that around in the car with you. But if you're running into someplace, you can get um, a good piece of dark chocolate there. Um, coconut. Anything with coconut is amazing because coconut, again, is a good healthy fat. But I'm guessing not an almond joy. Probably not because of the sugar content. But if you have more of like a natural, okay, so let's do that. <laughs> the way to make your make a good, healthy almond joy is get a square of really good dark chocolate and get coconut butter and put a dollop of coconut butter on that piece of dark chocolate. Ah, amazing. And you can pop your almond in there too. Yep, there you go. Perfect. That, that would be a perfect snack. And like you could even make those up and take them with you. Again, but the, if you live here in Florida and the chocolate, forget it. Forget it. You're going to have to refrigerate it. <laughs> if you live up north, get the chocolate. Get the chocolate. All right. So when you're looking at all these protein bars, uh, more protein than sugar, not more than five grams of sugar. The other thing that you want to look for is something that's called soy protein isolate. That is what's going to be in cheap protein bars. It's toxic. Don't eat it. <laughs> um, you want a good grass-fed whey. So there's different forms of protein, whey protein. Uh, you want to look for grass-fed whey or a vegan protein, like a pea protein or a hemp protein. There's some really great protein bars that are coming out now that are made with hemp protein. Um, that's a good, clean protein to have. Uh, you don't want to, of course, common sense, you don't want a, a bunch of artificial sweeteners. Stevia is fine. Um, I think I see monk fruit in some of the bars, so that's fine too. Um, but don't, you know, the aspartames, the sucralose, any of those artificial sweeteners, put them aside. Um, if it's milk chocolate, put it aside. Um, 
What do you remember about some of the other bars that you saw that you were considering? Well, I think you fit the big ones. There was chocolate. A lot of them were covered in chocolate. There was a lot that had peanuts. Um, as I looked at the ingredients without even knowing to look at the sugar. I mean, I knew I needed to keep the sugars lower and they usually put those like right on the front of the box or the package. So that's pretty easy to tell the protein and the sugars. Um, I knew I wanted to obviously keep the protein as high as possible and the sugars as low as possible. Uh, but yeah, there was a lot with the looking at the ingredients, flowers, grains were always the first ingredient. So I'm like, nope, nope, nope. Um, so that was really, for me, that was how I eliminated it without even getting farther into the ingredients. Um, this one was really the only one that didn't have any wheat or oats in it. There you go. All right. And the other thing is <clears throat> we're talking about sweeteners, sugar, alcohol, sugar, alcohol, um, is something that they put in a lot of bars to keep the sugar down. What sugar alcohol does though, is loosens your stool. It gets you gas <laughs> and we're grownups here. It will make you leaky. So, um, if you see a bar that says no added sugar or low sugar and you turn the bar and you look at the label, I want you to look at how much sugar alcohol is in it. Because the last thing you need to do is eat that bar and then go to an event and not have a bathroom. Just saying. I would say just avoid sugar alcohol altogether. <laughs> that, oh would, that, would be my, um, that would be my advice. So if you have, um, and I will just open this up. Uh, my phone number is 941-468-7091. If you have a question about a bar, if you know how to use the camera on your phone, take a picture of the label and just text it to me and say, hey, what do you think about this? I would rather you send that, send it to me. It'll take me two seconds. I can look at the label and give you a thumbs up or a thumbs down before you waste your money. Or, you know, it's not a healthy decision for you. Um, because you don't want to be putting a lot of artificial things in you. You don't want to be putting a lot of sugar in you. And the front of the labels are very deceiving. You need to look at the back where the ingredients are. Yeah, that's what I found was the, the protein and the sugars you could distinguish pretty quickly um, by just going down the thing. But then, and I could eliminate a lot of them because of the peanuts. But then as I got to, okay, I've got three or four that I've narrowed it down to looking at the first ingredient or the second ingredient to see if there was those gluten containing products. Right. It it made it pretty simple. Once I got to into it, this really, the one I bought really was the only choice that I thought was even reasonable. I did better than I thought, but at least I, you know, I thought it was reasonable. The other thing, what about like a pressed fruit bar? There's a lot of those out there right now. And, you know, I know we can eat berries. So if I can get a pressed strawberry bar, is that a good option? Look to see what is in the bar that makes it pressed. That's called preservatives. Just take a container of berries. Um, yeah. And that's the other thing with the protein bars. They're going to have <clears throat> added fruit, which sounds like it should be healthy. Um, I can see, I can just visualize this one particular bar that has like um, cranberries or raisins and it sounds like it should be healthy, but all it is is sugar um, and the pressed fruit with the preservatives that are in it, just eat the fruit. I can remember years ago when um, I had, was, was with someone who had children that were grade school age and didn't like getting up that extra early to go to school, but I wanted them to have some, some something in their stomachs before school and they weren't you know, up and ready to eat a, a big breakfast. Uh, so they 
decided they wanted to have breakfast bars, you know. And, and back then there weren't as many protein ones and stuff as there is now. They were called Pop-Tarts. <laughs> well, they weren't big Pop-Tart kids, but they right. liked like the cereal bars. So mm-hmm. I actually found in looking at those, the best ones were actually like the ones that you would think were the worst as far as um, like whether how much sugar they had and how much high fructose corn syrup was in them that some of the like Fruity Pebble ones or were actually better than like the like the Special K ones oh, yeah. <laughs> because they had less sugars and less stuff in them. Not that they were still probably the best choice, but at least I was getting something in their stomachs. Right to have some energy to get them through school. And they liked those ones, so it was easy to get them to eat them. Right. I just remember my, oh, growing up, Pop-Tarts. <laughs> um, a treat was graham crackers with cinnamon and sugar on them. Oh, my mom used to put butter on her graham crackers. Oh, butter on your graham crackers. Now, there you go. Well, yeah. And it probably wasn't even butter. It was probably margarine. margarine. Right. <laughs> Back in those days, it would have been margarine. Yeah. So the things we ate as kids, oh, my gosh. And don't even get me started on cereals. <laughs> right. Um, there are some, thank goodness, there are some brands out there now that are making no grain cereals. Um, and maybe we'll ca- we'll cover that in our next episode. I think a good thing to, that we can talk about in the future too is like all the gluten-free products that they have out there, like gluten-free crackers or gluten-free breads. That's probably a good topic for us to explore at some point too. Right. Because just because it says it's gluten-free doesn't mean it's healthy. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> there we go. All righty. Okay. So we're going to move on to our next segment, which is our gadgets and gadgets. And Suzanne is going to take over on this one. So I've zoomed in here for those of you that are watching on our PEMF mat. You, they can't see you because because we we're go. looking at the little the little part. There we go. Oh. Oops. Sorry, technical difficulties. We're almost got this figured out. There we go. All right. <laughs> All right. So the PEMF mats, and there's a bunch of different kinds out there. Uh, I actually pulled up a chart that I had found before, and they range in price um, from. Actually, they've dropped since I bought ours. Um, this one was about $1,000 when I bought it. I think now they're about 500 Now, can you explain what PEMF is? Sure. We'll get to that. <laughs> um, well, PEMF is pulsed electromagnetic frequencies, um, which basically is in everything. I mean, everything has an electromagnetic frequency to it, including the Earth. And so basically laying on a PEMF mat, the same effects could be achieved by just going out and laying the grass. Now, not everybody can do that all year round. Here in Florida, we're pretty lucky. Most days, if we wanted to, we could go out and lay in the grass. Eh, Not sure I want to lay in the grass, but we could. Um, Or we could go to the beach and lay in the sand, something like that. But there's a lot of people in the world that live in places where eight or nine months out of the year, it's too cold to go out and lay in the grass. It's going to be too cold here next week. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. it's supposed to be... uh, 40s yeah a a little bit north of us into the 20s so so basically this replicates that okay um and we we've both know people that represent another company that has one of these that claims they are the greatest one in the world they make some claims that aren't necessarily completely accurate um all pemf frequencies are good for you they vary depending on how they manufacture it. So this one could be better for this person. The other one could be better for another person. So it does warrant maybe some trying out if you can find people that have a couple different kinds going and trying a couple different kinds. Basically, what the electromagnetic frequencies will do is open up your vascular system. And so what benefits will people see from that? 
Well, better circulation goes back again to helping you to detox. When you're going through that process of detoxing, it helps to increase that. And the more blood flow you can get to your cells, the healthier you're going to be because that's how all your nutrients, that's how everything gets to your parts of your body is through your blood system. So the nutrients come in and the waste go out. Exactly. And um, this one company that I was looking at at one point, they talk about how as as we age, our blood start, capillaries start to you know diminish and to dry up a little bit and that there's... The, your main circular system has veins and arteries and they're fairly large and you can see them, you know, as you look at your skin or whatever. But then there's little tiny ones that aren't really controlled by your heartbeat because they're too far away. So they start to shut down and that's when you start to get things like neuropathy and, and numbness in your hands and feet. And what this, what the PEMF will do is to open those back up and help to, it kind of, you know, stimulates them in that same way that a heartbeat would. Great, great. So, so when we're talking about um, neuropathy, we're talking about either if you're experiencing either pain or numbness or tingling, especially in your feet and your hands. Those are the, some of the beginning signs of that you've got some neuropathy going on, which is a lack of circulation. Your, your heart is not strong enough to pump to those extremities. And that's why there's, you're starting to, to feel some lessening of um, activity in the nerve cells and they're starting to kind of deteriorate. So this will actually get more circulation down to your feet and out to your hands. Which helps with everything. So I did find some facts about the PEMF machine. I'm not going to read, there, this says 10, but I'm not going to read all of them because some of them were kind of um, irrelevant, I think. Um, the PEMF machine works in conjunction with the body's own recovery processes to relieve pain by restoring cells' ability to function efficiently. There you go, getting more circulation, circulation. through them and um, therefore repairing them. Makes sense. And um, the human body requires electricity to send signals through the body to the brain. PEMF therapy works effectively to realign the electric potential of our cells. All right, and I'm going to tag on to that. Um, what makes what part makes our body this electrical component? is how much water we have. Therefore, hydration is really, really, really important. If you're gonna start using a PEMF um, device or a map, um, I would advise really getting your hydration up. And Suzanne, how much water should we be drinking? Half of our body weight. In ounces a day. So there you go. So to get your most out of your PEMF, make sure you're really, really hydrated because that's how the electricity is going to flow is through that fluid. Um, PEMF therapy has a 60 plus year long track record of clinical success. See, so it's not just, oh, all of a sudden, here's this new gadget or gadget. There is 60 years of science behind that. And that's what you're going to find out with a lot of the things that we talk about here on Supercharger Health. These aren't things that just, you know, somebody came up with yesterday. A lot of um, like the red light therapies and whatnot, where the research came from NASA. As PEMF was, that's that. I didn't highlight that one, but yes, it, it was developed by NASA or researched and adopted by NASA. It doesn't say it was developed, um, but it was approved by the FDA in 1979 for healing non-union fractures, Ooh, which came after a Columbia University study encouraged by NASA. So it, it it's not just for astronauts. Nope. <laughs> if we can eat the food that they eat out of those little packages, then we can use PEMF, right? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, not go there. We, uh, I'm sure there's some people out there that have tried that just for the fun of it. Right. 
at the, my next my next one is that PEMF therapy was approved decades ago. Um, it's been approved by the FDA for 25 years for bone healing, post-surgical pain, and healing pain, inflammation, knee pain, and even depression. Uh, so, I mean, there's just so many things that laying on that mat for 10 minutes or 15 minutes can help. And this is where we're going to have the disclaimer that we are not doctors and we're not providing medical advice. We're just making some recommendations and providing you with information that's provided by the manufacturers. <laughs> um, so we're not making any medical um, claims. That was the word I wanted. Um, and the other thing is the increased circulation to the brain um, from, a, from a brain health standpoint that getting um, opening up those pathways to get more nutrients up to your brain is always a good thing. The last one that I have from this 10, I like I said, I didn't read all of them because some of them were just like originally PEMF machines were very large. Now they're mats. There's, you can get mats. You can get little rings that go over an arm, an arm. If you've got a specific, yeah, a specific, (coughs) excuse me, a specific area. (coughs) I think one of them even has a pillow that you can get. But the last one that I had is PEMF machines are not just for people. Animals like them too. So there's no problem with putting it on your bed and having your pet sleep next to you. It'll help them just as much as it helps you. Um, Speaking of that, how you go ahead and get something to drink. Uh, Some of the things that um, I'd be interested in is, is there different levels? How much time should you be on the mats? Um, is it dictated pretty much by the manufacturer or is it like an industry standard kind of thing? Yes. <laughs> yes, there are, there are different, um, one of these sheets I wrote that down. Oh, it's probably that one going over there on the, um, but yes, there are, it is a low frequency. Uh, let me find my paper. It's probably, it's probably, and I'm familiar with, um, a different brand of the PEMF mats that it's an eight minute session and that you start and... Let me let me backtrack for just a little for a second here. As a personal trainer, health coach, brain health coach, dealing with supplements and CBD and any of these modalities, you would start at the lowest settings to see how your body responds. And then like with a substance like a supplement or a food, you would titrate up. My guess is with any of these kind um, like the mats and whatnot, we're going to start down at a lower setting. And then see how your body responds and then um, raise it up. Do you know if it's dictated by your weight or your activity level or your physical condition? Well, most of them, it's dictated by the mat itself. They have either a range or a specific. Um, so it's manufacturer specific. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the just there's like four of them on this comparison chart that I find, found. Um, they range from like the first one is 2.5 to 50 Tesla. Um, which is 0.025 or 0.5 gauze. Um, the next one is 2.5 to 130. The next one is 0.27 to 45. And the last one is 3.5 to 35. And yes, most of them do recommend that you start with a lower, at the lower settings for a lower amount of time. Um, some of them do recommend that you go, go up in time. Um, I know the one that you're talking about recommends that eight minutes is enough. Um, some of them recommend that you go up and, and do up to, you know, a half an hour or 45 minutes. So it's, it look at the manufacturer. And again, that's why you want to look at different ones because different people will respond differently and different injuries or different issues will respond differently to the different frequencies. So, um, not it's, I think it's a fairly inexpensive piece of equipment to have at home to maintain your health. Um, 
because what I was seeing when I was pulling some of this information back up, $500 will get you a pretty good set of, of you know, accessories and, and the mat and everything that you need, but knowing which one is right for you. There are also different shaped frequencies. So there's the square, the sign, and the sawtooth, and then there's other ones too, but each mat or each manufacturer's like if you get four that are all sign, they might all be still a little different because of how they manufacture it. Because sign is a shape, like a it's like the just the regular up and down shape. Square obviously is a square, um, and the sawtooth is kind of looks like a a, a saw. So basically, the frequency the frequency modulates during the session, and what you're talking about these different shapes is how long it stays at a certain frequency before it goes back down and modulates to. Right. Okay. And it's per second. So it, you know, it's, it's go happening pretty quickly. quickly yeah. Um, but w- if you put it out on a, a chart, you could see what it looks like and you can uh, measure that with, I don't know what they use, but some sort of frequency measure and you could right. see it. Right. Um, and what I would recommend is either you find a facility like um, the Total Body Wellness Center or Suzanne's facility that has one and try it out for yourself. Now, those of you, and Suzanne alluded to this, But if you have more, like if you have a lot of inflammation or if you have a condition like MS or lupus, something that involves it's um, a total body um, system, you're going to have a different level of um, body reaction to somebody who sprained their ankle, right? Because the frequency will go to, to that ankle, whereas when you have a condition like an autoimmune or something, it's the entire body. So everybody's results are going to differ um, as to um, how long they're on the mat, how many sessions they need. So I'm a big tweaker as a health coach. You know, if something doesn't work, we don't throw it out. We look at, you know, more frequency, less frequency. Let's raise up the frequency of the mat, um, your usage, and different things like that. Well, and there probably is at least one disclaimer. I mean, I... I'm pretty sure that pregnant women should not use these. There's going to be a whole list of people that probably under certain conditions. I could probably speak to anybody that's got a pacemaker or defibrillators. Yeah. Any sort of heart condition. We actually, one of my employees, her husband went on this and he doesn't have any electric heart stuff, but he does have heart issues. He laid on it for a couple of minutes and said he could feel that in his heart and it didn't feel right. So we said, get off, you know. Uh, But yeah, so, you know, just be cautious if you have some conditions to look at that, because again, we are not medical professionals. Um, If you think that you want to try this, talk to your doctor, especially if you have something going on with your heart or your nervous system, which are basically the electrical systems of your body. Um, definitely check with your doctors before you try any of this. Um, but again, try tr- try a few different ones if you can, if you have the ability to access more than one type. Because just because one doesn't work doesn't mean another one won't feel completely different. Right. Also, I think it's beneficial if you have severe conditions to try it more than once. Oh, absolutely. Because absolutely. One, one incident may not make you feel better. You may need a week or a month of trying it fairly regularly to, to know. Once you find out if it works for you or you find one that works for you, it's a good thing to just have at home if you can afford it. And and like I said, they've in the year or so that I've had this one, it, the prices have come down drastically. And a lot of these manufacturers, too, have financing programs. So uh, this could be a good subject matter for the tell me more. If you're out and about and you have interest in a particular PMF, uh, MAT system, and you want us to check it out, 
just get in contact with us and we can use we can do we can research that um during our tell me more sex and uh, just you know kind of a caveat as with anything don't buy into the hype just because one seems to be really expensive and they're claiming it's the best in the world that doesn't mean it would be the best for you or that it is even the best in the world that's their company's promotional ideas and and thoughts that they want you to think um you don't have to spend six or seven thousand dollars on one of these yeah you know it's like anything do your due diligence let us do your due diligence for you yeah, and I mean, I, I've tried one that's six or $7,000. I know you have too. Um, I don't think that that one feels that much different than this one for me. This one was, well, this one when I bought it was $1,000. Like I said, now I think it's like 500 Yeah, there you go. And the, the other reason why the price goes down with um, these types of things um, <laughs> is that the, the research needs to get paid for. You know, after the research gets paid for, then the prices go down. So, which is always a good thing. Which well, is always a good patented, thing. It once the patent expires. Which Correct. I'm, these now are way past patent. So, yeah, um, you you're getting more competitors because people are buying them. So, right. So, if you want to try the PMF, um, you can go ahead and get in contact with myself. And I am Bethann Stockdale, owner of your Total Body Wellness Center, located at 800 East Venice Avenue, Suite C. In Venice, Florida, three four two eight five. Call me, text me, 941-468-7091. And I'm Suzanne with Discount Med Direct, 2414 Tamiami Trail, Port Charlotte, Florida, 941-421-7155. Or our Cape Coral location, 229 Del Prado Boulevard, North Unit 9 in Cape Coral, Florida, 239-677-3559. Or you can get us at health super, or healthsupercharge.com is our uh, website. Info at healthsupercharge.com is our email. Our Facebook page is Supercharger Health, or you can tag us on any of the podcasts or videos, and we'll be happy to answer your questions. Um, the other thing that I would ask, too, is all these YouTube videos, like them and subscribe to our channel. Um, we're, we, we are growing. Um, we are adding more episodes. We're going to be adding more guests. And the more that you support us, the more we can grow. So I would encourage you to like um, the video and subscribe to Supercharger Health. And we are on Spotify um, and a couple of the other smaller podcast um, formats. We have to get a few more episodes released before we can get onto the big iTunes and iHeart. But uh, even our friends at iHeart can't pull us through. So we don't have any connections there. Well, we did. But, we did. Well, we kind of still do, but but they but they don't. The local iHeart people don't seem to know anything about it. So you got to figure it out for yourselves. All right. So I think that's it. That's a wrap. Um, until next time, supercharge your health.